Gwen, get on up in here. You already know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday night, and some football is coming on. Woo! But, but you know, before the football comes on, you know you have to join into the greatest, the greatest show where you see four dynamic women just talk football. And you know this is what we love to do. Come on in here, everybody. Come on. We are waiting for one member, and you know she's a dynamic member. So she will be joining very soon. But we would like to welcome you guys. Get on up in here, ladies and gentlemen. I see people tuning in. I am so excited. Guys, are you guys excited? I'm excited. I'm excited you're back. <laughs> Wait, before we get any further, we want to welcome back our moderator and one of the best people of Let's Talk Football, <laughs> one of the OGs, Miss Janae Struther. I am so glad to be back, guys. Man, this is about to be great. I've waited all week for this. Of course, I had my Monday show with Sean, and now my Thursday show with my girls. I am so excited, man. Come on, get on up in here. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the welcome back, man. I'm just glad to be with my girls one more time on the show. Woo! Man, this is about to be reunited. And we are reunited. Feels so good. I am so excited. Get in here, ladies and gentlemen. Please, if you could share this video, we would like everybody to tune in. People need to know that we are back. These ladies have been holding it down for me. They know that I have a new bundle of joy and it's been super stressful trying to just get my schedule together. But I truly thank you guys for letting me have a little bit of maternity leave. And now I'm back. I'm excited. I'm super excited. And we're excited for you with baby Quinn. Oh, thank you. I did want her to make a debut today or another debut with my girls, but she just wasn't having it. So it's okay. She'll be here, you know, when she is having it, but I'm glad you guys um, have allowed me to get back in here with you guys, man. (laughs) Man, I am excited. I am excited. I am excited. We're getting ready to start this amazing show, ladies and gentlemen. I need everybody to be tuning in because we got some hot topics today. Man, I am super excited about this week of football. Me yeah, too. Interesting first week of. Yeah. It was a very interesting week. A lot of like upsets that I was not expecting. Oh, me too. And like, is it the NFC? South doesn't even have a victory oh, right man. now. And they there she is. There she is. Rushing all the way home, probably risking her life on the highway. <laughs> she has made it. Sorry, I'm not very familiar. Sorry, we're back. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Chicago or New York, but a lot of us just use public transportation for the most part almost nobody drives and the ones that do because they work in the suburbs or something (laughs) (laughs) they don't have to go to the hell of the city yes 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 oh my goodness all right hi (laughs) (laughs) the ladies are back as you can see the diamond here we are excited to start this show i am just on cloud nine to be with you guys one more time if you didn't know who we are I am Janae Struther, and this wonderful girl that is next to me is... I'm Ash Swinton, the better Swinton of the two. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little shade. All right, who is the dynamic below me? Hey, what's up? We're all back. 
I'm Delilah Crespo, and so you know, you know me from you know me from the round table, and uh, I'll have my my diversity with Delilah has moved to Sundays, so that segment is now gone. So that segment is alive and well. Is move to the Sunday show. Oh, God. Please tune into that, please. And last but not least, we have that beautiful lady at the bottom as well. What is your name? I am the creator of this show, and my name is Kate, Tom Brady's biggest fan, Albertson. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) We need more fans. You know, this is the dynamic fan right here of Tom Brady. She yes, you know, I don't am. cross her because she will cross you and tell you a little bit of something about her man, Tom Brady. Okay, all right, man. I but can't we can't help it. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> hey, hey, don't mess with her when it comes to Tom. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> hey, so we got to get into this dynamic show because we know you guys want to tune in and watch some good football tonight, and we want to make sure that you guys are able to do that. But we got a great show on for you guys today, and we are super excited. So the thing that we like to do when it comes to this show is we like to put some, uh, you know, great women in the atmosphere because we've got some great women in football. So let's go ahead and talk about our first Woman in football that we're going to talk about tonight. Come on, let's break it down. All right. It is Sandra Douglas. She is the Raiders team president. Woo! Let's go! <laughs> Women yeah. president! Woo! <laughs> I love it. Today's energy is unmatched, and this is why we're back and not me running it. <laughs> anyway. Sandra Douglas made a history when she was hired by the Raiders um, for being the first black woman to assume the role of president for an NFL team. So that's super exciting. Um, Most people in the NFL might not be very familiar with her because she wasn't in the football world prior to this, but she is well known in Nevada for sure. For sure, in Las Vegas, where she formerly served as chairwoman for Nevada Gaming Control Board from 2019 to 2021, which is just another role that she broke gender and color barriers because she was the first black woman to assume that role, too. So it's pretty cool that Sandra Douglas is the president of the Raiders because she's just had so much with the community already for 20 years now she's been like in some capacity working for the vegas community so i thought that was pretty sweet so she's not just like some random they decided to hire because she's uh, got some credentials that's what i'm talking about exactly (laughs) um i was reading a lot about her and other people have described her as being someone who has the grit and the desire to keep forward and moving ahead which is great for the Raiders because they really need somebody with integrity, passion, who appreciate the organization is and are a good face for the organization because it is no, I mean, surprise to anyone or like news to anyone that they have had some issues mm. in the past and the face of the faces of the organization have not been very great until recently um but she's awesome because i was looking at her too and she said i'm not here to sweep anything under the rug and avoid it and act like nothing's ever happened and we haven't had any problems or concerns around here 
but I accepted the role knowing that and I'm going to do everything I can to get the integrity, to get that excellence back into the organization. So that's awesome that she's not just like assuming the role, taking it over and just going to act like nothing happened. So yeah, I just, it's really awesome. I think, I mean, the first black woman to assume the role of NFL president team or the a team in the NFL's president is just amazing. Um, huge, huge. There have been other women to do it, but she's the first black woman, so that's awesome. I know. Yes. <laughs> I saw an interview with her, and she like tipped her hat off to all the prior women that have been leaders and visionaries in the NFL world. Um, but she knows she this a little bit of a different accomplishment for her, and she appreciates it and is ready to take this role on. And I'm excited because she's ready to bring some excellence back into the organization which i really love the raiders i lived in vegas for seven years almost and so i really love vegas um so i think it's really good that they're going to bring some positivity and someone who's been so connected to the community for so long absolutely excited for her and excited to see honestly how they do this season too because they got some weapons over there got some weapons great weapons Aaron Rodgers is looking at weapons. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is trying to be, uh, Devontae, please come back. But that's really <laughs> awesome. That is like, I mean, that is awesome. Just the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, Sandra Douglas is out here just breaking barriers, doing things for Las Vegas, trying to change an organization where last year, like you said, Ash, a lot of freaking drama last year. Oh, all of the stuff that went down, Riggs. trying to, you know, make it yeah. to the, you know, get past the playoffs. And it just, you know, the the last year was just a really chaotic year mm-hmm. for Las Vegas Raiders. Right. But the fact that they are, you know, pushing forward, still making moves, still trying to be better, you know, n- you know, not looking to the past, but looking towards the future. Man, I think that's freaking awesome. Delilah, what do you think? Sorry, I muted myself briefly because there was a lot of background noise. Um, no, uh, no, I think that's amazing. You know, I'm gonna say it: black girl magic, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, out there doing stuff. Like, hey, listen, I think it's exciting. The more women we see in positions of power, we've talked about it before. The the more shift we see in the dynamics. Um, the more women of color would be even better. So, right. Cause it's just, um, again, it just adds more to the dynamic, right? The more diversity is not a bad thing. It makes things better. It makes things more like, you know, looks like us on the show. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. So yeah. And, and, and like, um, what I love that Ash pointed out is that she's qualified, right? It's not like it was a gimme position, which often happens, as we know. She earned that. She, she earned, earned that, you know? And so kudos to her. I can't wait to see what else she does, how she directs the team, how she leads the team. So exciting stuff. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Kate, what do you think? Well, with all the drama that was in last year, they had the rig situation, Coach Gruden, everything else. I think a, ma- a woman is the perfect person to put these men in check oh, and, yeah. and hold control. So I'm all for it. I think a woman's place should be at president. My hope is to be alive to see it at the U.S. level someday. I know that's so, um, And I love the diversity that this league is coming out with. 
I just think it's beautiful. It's becoming a melting pot and it's not the good old boys club that it always used to be. I totally think that a woman's place can be in any place. Absolutely. So I, I mean, that's part of the reason I wanted this show is because women are dynamic. Women are powerful. Women are strong. Women are, are just amazing. So if a woman needs to be the president of the Raiders, then she should do it. Absolutely. And I love that it wasn't given to her. It wasn't like she, it was a family member that gave it to her. She earned it on her own. She earned it on her merit. So go Sandra Douglas and bring those Raiders to glory. Let's go. Let's go. And the thing is like, we got kids looking at this. Like we got people feeling like one day they can do this. Like we're, we're all having our own show right now. I didn't think this was possible. You know, 10 years ago to have a all women show this actually should be happening on the nfl network and espn women shows because this is right we love the game just as much as men love the game who's to say just because they play the game there are women leagues that play there mm -hmm. are you know we know the game we've watched it just like you know i've watched it like sean out my whole life we all have done it. So the thing is, you can't limit us. I just want people to realize that women are not limitable. You can't limit us to no. anything. You can't capitalize us in like a little ball. We can do what you can do now. I'm not trying to take a man's spot because we are all women and we love being women. But right. I'm also saying that we can know the game like you can know the game and love the game like you can love the game. And it's just a beautiful thing to see her just get so high up because you don't really see it too often. It's like a rare thing, but I'm hoping because now we're seeing Sandra, we'll be seeing more diversity, more women, more anything, just something different to be able to make sure that like Delilah said, diversity, inclusion, because that's what we all look like. It's just, you get black, a whole bunch of black players, but why black parents can't, I mean, why black players can't become coaches or why, why black people can't become coaches. But we, but we we're in the game. We play. It's just, it's good that we're are, are starting to broaden our mindset and stop. Like, like Kate said, the good old boy system, we are now broadening ourselves and it's just a beautiful thing. I know you can see the excitement on our face because it makes us excited that women our presidents, women can maybe be an owner one day of a team. Like it, it, we have the sky's the limit and I'm excited about it. And it just gives me chills talking about it. So we got to move on. Uh, I know, I know we have a, a, a long list of things that we got to get into, but one of our favorite things and one thing that we will always do on this show is promote a cause in the NFL. And the thing is, uh, we have a girl right here, Delilah, that brings this yeah. knowledge and makes me excited. <laughs> Delilah, what is our Women's Sports Foundation cause in the NFL? All right. So the Women's Sports Foundation was actually founded two years after Title IX. Title okay. IX was, you know, came out in 1972, right? We said all women, like in education, right? They made the amendment that they're also should be given equitable access to sports, right? And athletics. And um, obviously, we've seen now that there's still women fighting for equal access to athletics. <laughs> they're, still, they're still fighting to be, you know, recognized for marketing and all of that, right? So this was created by Billie Jean. And if you don't know who Billie Jean Keen is, she was the, the in the 70s, like one of the biggest tennis players in the world. And as a woman, um, I don't know if you remember Battle of the Sexes, right? Shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember Battle of the Sexes. She went out there and played tennis against a man and, like, proved her point that, you know, that women could do it too. 
And so she actually is the founder of the foundation, but obviously um, she's not the only one now. They have a, a lot of like um, female athletes that are in the majors that are also um, leaders in this foundation. And the whole point of them is to actually have yeah, Billie Jean. Oh my God, you guys are making me laugh. <laughs> not the Michael Jackson song. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> I love that. I love, love you guys. <laughs> I love our fans. Oh my God, this is great. Uh, anyway, so, um, what woman loves Washington? To laugh. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. But basically, what they have, they have a lot of programs that help elevate uh, women and girls in sports, right? And so they have programs that teach women how to be in like leadership coaching positions, right? Like, um, and they actually um, to actually participate in sports. Um, they have said that girls in sports, if uh, are forty percent more likely to actually succeed in school and do well. In academics because they have something to know about besides that and so it also they've also proven that elevates uh girls self-esteem and that it teaches leadership and it teaches that everything all these things that we talk about when um we mention boys nothing against that but the same basically the same thing why we encourage boys to join sports is the same reason that girls and women should have a chance to be in sports and if they want to continue elevate themselves and be coaches and leaders, right? Be other, like we've seen last year, we spotlighted so many female coaches, right? Which was super fun. And so they help pave the way and teach the girls like how to do that, what it feels like to, to be um, coached, you know, in a different way and uh, to have like a lot of different leadership roles. And so I, I think that um, the reason, and I know it doesn't just focus on football, it focuses on all sports. And I know we're a football show, but also we're also advocates for women empowerment and girl empowerment because it starts at a young age. So basically, this foundation is one of the leading foundation in encouraging women and girls to participate in um, healthy activities. They also teach like healthy eating habits, right? Healthy exercises, right? How to, um, yeah. So like you know, they they start they started all these programs that I didn't even realize because they've been in my schools. Like girls on the move. Like girls on a move is I just basically what I know, I know they're actually the ones who actually fund that. And so girls on the move is like, you know, if you if you're a fan of running, jogging, like things like that. So like let's say you don't want to play like something like hardcore, like basketball, but you still want to do something that's athletic. Well, you could run, you could jog, you could learn all these like amazing, like uh and and they implement within that, like um, again, like self-efficacy and self-awareness, right? And, um, you know, um, believing yourself and making sure that, that, you know, that you are able to um, succeed in whatever you want in life. And then I don't I do have a video. I don't know if you have it set or if you want me to show it. Let's, it do, it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see if it works. We have to mute ourselves, right? When I was growing up, the, you know, the boys basically said you could ride a barrel. My fifth grade teacher says, oh, no, she, she said, you can't play with the boys. That is a ladylike. 
when I was in middle school and younger and I excelled at sports, I sort of tried to downplay it because I was almost embarrassed to be good at something. So many young girls try too hard to fit in and do what everybody else is doing, when really, if you're able to look yourself in the mirror and see that young girl and be like, you know what, I am awesome, and this is who I am, and I'm not afraid to shout it from the rooftops. It's so important for young girls to have equal access uh, and opportunity because it's given me an opportunity to play on this team. It's given me an opportunity to travel the world and to meet amazing people. And just, it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I received a grant from the Lewis Walsh Foundation in 1990. I was barely at the limit of surviving financially, and it was so crucial because that amount I was given helped me travel to a World Cup, which helped me eventually make a world team. There's an amazing future in being a female athlete, and it's been the most valuable thing in my life so far. If you are a woman, if you're a girl, if you're anyone, and you have ever picked up a ball, a basketball, a softball, kicked a soccer ball, whatever it is, you are part of the Women's Sports Foundation, and we are here to help you. Woo! That was beautiful! Wasn't that amazing? I love it. <laughs> and it and I love it. And I love that they they celebrate all women. You notice they had you know people who don't speak, don't hear, right? So again, it's all girls, all women, regardless of your background. So that's why I love this foundation. And that so was beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Man, that was absolutely beautiful. Man. Now I want to know more about the Women's Sports Foundation. <laughs> I know, right? That video by itself would want to reel you in. Oh, Isn't that amazing? And, see, and, and, and they help. And like that woman was saying, like she never would have made it to that World Fencing Cup if they hadn't helped her find the money to do that. Because I don't think people realize like if you do find love and passion in sports, it's expensive. It's very like, especially if you want to elevate the game and like, become, you know, like it's expensive. So I'm happy that they also help people monetarily. So there we go. That's the Women's Sports Foundation. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Oh, my gosh. So if you don't know, now you know. You need to go look up the Women's Sports Sports Foundation. You need to learn more about it. If you want to donate to the cause, do it. I mean, you see it's going towards great things. Oh, my gosh. That just gave me, like, freaking <laughs> ah, man. So as you can see, we are all about different things. But as you know, we want to promote foundations that are uh that are great we want to support you know uh women in the nfl and you know we always gotta go to this topic right here because it changes week by week but hot players in the mm -hmm. nfl it was only week one ladies but it was a good week one i mean it wasn't so great for me and ash but <laughs> it was uh -uh. good for me <laughs> <laughs> It was a good first week of football, ups and downs and all arounds. But at the end of the day, it felt so good to be in my PJs watching football this Sunday. Oh, uh, so good. It was. It was, Kate. I'm telling you. All right. So we got to start with it. We got to get you guys to write. 
who you guys thought was a hot player this week. Please chime in in the comments. Y'all got to tell us who y'all thought was hot, and we getting ready to tell you who we thought was hot. So, uh, Ash, go ahead and tell us, who was your hot player, if not hot player, of the week? All right. So, I have more than one. So, here we go. I think I still have access. Yes, I do. (laughs) I'm assuming this is Sydney. But TJ Watt is actually – Ain't no Carson Watt. Get out of here. TJ Watt is <laughs> TJ Watt was one of my um hot players of the week. I think I, I have one from the AFC, one from the NFC, and then a special teamers because I was just so excited off of all the Bring it out. <laughs> Let's go. Bring it out. I love it. Somebody in the NFL is the highest paid, one of the highest paid in their position, and they didn't get put on the hot 100 top 100 player of the list, didn't get on the list. and they felt disrespected by that so they said let me come out week one and show you just why i'm the best there ever was and that is um minka fitzpatrick minka balled out minka did so oh god uh, <laughs> we heard you say some good players hey judy hey it is mom. It is mom. <laughs> He's never um, made an appearance. Your oh my goodness! Hi. Where's dad? We have special guests come on the show. Oh, oh adorable. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> There's dad. <laughs> adorable. You said you're talking about my Steelers and. Listen, <laughs> That interruption will always welcome because that was horrible. absolutely, absolutely. I, anyway, I got to say, <laughs> Minka is one of them. He had 14 tackles. He had um, a interception for a touchdown and a blocked extra point. So he was on fire. I don't know if you saw the picture of Jamar Chase to Minka with like the double bird. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah. It was, and I watched another video, and you could just, Minka's mouth was just running all game. So it's fun. Anytime division teams play each other, it's so fun. And last year, the Bengals beat the Steelers both times. So it was nice to see the Steelers return the favor this year. My player from the NFC, sorry, I'm trying to go fast, is Saquon. Saquon, to me, is all the way back. As much as I hate it because Giants, I really love Saquon. Saquon's one of those people that is, like, so, so, so talented but has been very unfortunate with injuries over the last few seasons. So he looked great. He had 164 yards, which I think was leading. I don't think anyone had more than him. Um, He had 30 receiving yards, one rushing touchdown, and a two-point conversion. So Saquon looked good, good, which I appreciate for my fantasy team, too. (laughs) Oh, is he on one of yours? Yeah, only one because I was super nervous to draft him because I'm like, it's kind of like a Christian McCaffrey situation where you're like, I don't know, I don't know. I tell yeah. you, Ash, he was always one of my favorites to watch at Penn State. Yeah, he, he was there. a stud in college. And he, he was, was a stud muffin. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> well, he are, we talking about are we talking about him being just a, a, a good-looking guy? <laughs> he likes both. Okay. <laughs> 
I love him. I hate that he's on the Giants, but I love him. And then I have a special teamers because it wouldn't be me without having a special person. And as much as I hate this team, I despise this team. Um, Cade York, the kicker for the Browns, he had 14 points. He was four for four. He hit a game-winning field goal, which was 58 yards. And he was two for two on PAT. So he just balled out. And also, I want to shout out um, Butker at the Chiefs got hurt and Justin Reed stepped in. And that dude, that dude is legit. If he yeah. kick it from one end zone to the next, and he he was a baller. He went out there, kicked it, and he's like, hey, am I going to like stay on the field and play defense now? And they're like, yeah, stay out there. And he just went straight to defense because <laughs> he's a safety. It That's was just awesome. so – it was – fun to watch and it was fun to look back on and watch their sideline because he's like am I gonna go kick right now and they're like yeah go go and I'm like oh shoot <laughs> all I gotta say is for as much as you don't want to like the Browns it was I I'm very impressed they beat the Panthers that was a very interesting game that was that was yeah. an interesting game it was fun to watch it was it actually very fun to watch you know, there were certain games this week that you just had to watch, and, and that game was one of them. You had to. I was hoping Baker would go out there and do good, but he went, I don't know. He, I don't know <laughs> he's not supposed to throw to the Browns players anymore or what was happening, but it was not. It was didn't look very good for Baker. He, but. Did, he didn't um, finish his little – Pre-game comment about he was gonna, you know, yes. them, oh yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, that <laughs> so I mean, I I like your choices, Ash. Those were good choices. They really were. They really were. But we have some like jokes that people are putting out there, like Carson Wentz. Who the heck's favorite player was that for the week? Like, come on, like you know, uh, we got some good ones though. Dotson, yeah, okay, okay. I do okay. like Dotson. I'll give you that. Absolutely, we got some. We got some. Oh, Gilbert, come on, we got some. Antonio Gibson. John, what the hell, Antonio Gibson? Come on, Antonio. I mean, Antonio Gibson did give me fantasy points, so I guess I'll take it. But you no, know, we clearly see somebody in the audience <laughs> completely oh, oblivious to the sorry. world. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your hot players in the NFL? So I actually went with the Bills defense. Whoa! Okay, so I could have got offense, but honestly, the fact that they just completely shut down the returning like Super Bowl champs, right? Like just shut them down was absolutely amazing. Absolutely. They had, you know, total tackles, right? They had 73, okay? You know, the total team tackles came out to 73. Solo tackles, that means, like, right, all the individual players, 50, okay? So 73 <laughs> total, 50 solo tackles. They had seven sacks, okay? Seven. Two of them, two of them from Vaughn, because we know that Vaughn likes to make a statement anytime he leaves the team to another team. He likes to beat up on his old team. Right, we know that, right? We that know was that my hot player last week. Okay, yeah. so he's yeah. like he had two tackles by himself. Phillips had one and a half tackles, Epenza had one and a half tackles. It apps they just beat up on them, and then they had seven tackles for a loss, and of course, the three interceptions, right? So yeah. just completely Why? shut down. Yeah, just completely like I know, like. 
you know, I love Allen. He did his thing. But that defense, that Bills Mafia defense just completely demolished the Rams and, and just made them look like a high school squad on <laughs> their they debut. Made, <laughs> they made Stafford look like Detroit Lions Stafford. Man, just so. rattled him. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't know that, man. Just, man. But, yeah, so that's why I went with Bill's defense, just completely just shut down and just demoralized the Rams. And that, I, and you saw those numbers, 53 and 70. Like, are you kidding me? And then, and then oh, my God. Like, seven, seven sacks. Oh, my God. Damn it. Matthew never had a chance to even get up, plus the three no, interceptions. Just no, sorry, but I was so happy because I think I was the only lady who picked the Bills to win that game on the show. I wasn't here I was last time. I, won. I was like, you know I would have won my Billies. You know I would have won. Yes, you would have. Yes, you would have. I will say this. We definitely have to win here. Do you think that Von Miller is like, no matter where he goes, he, he just wins. Defense step up. He does. He really yeah. does. He really they just, does. They just play to his. It's just. He, it's his leadership. It's not yeah. just that. It's his personality. It's so. It's such a big personality that wherever he goes, you heard the jokes about the toilet paper, right? He's just funny. Yeah. Right. He was saying, "Oh, they're making me live like it's back in college, like gross, and there's no TV, right?" <laughs> and so, like, he knows really how to bond with defenses. Like, Absolutely. also, he knows how to pick a winner, a winning team. By the way, yes, so Bills, Mike, you know. You know what? I'm glad you said that because he was trying to come over to a winning team. But unfortunately, our stupid team doesn't get good players that want to come to us. Don't, Delilah, you just, I mean, you just made me sad. I'm so sorry. But those are your number two team, so he's there. He, yeah, he's there. He's not oh, where I need him to be. I need him I to know. be one team. I'm sorry. Hey, the whole time I'm I was watching, like, wow, what could have been? Oh, I'm sorry, but that's what I went with. This is Von Miller together. Oh, I just don't believe I love real. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Have All to right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, we're moving on to you because Delilah has now made me cry once again. Okay, I'm sorry. The NFL Player of the Week. I picked someone that was totally out of my box and not someone I normally would go for, but I went for Justin Jefferson of the Vikings. Hey, that's a good choice, oh, though. He that's played amazing. He is probably the most agile wide receiver in the league right now. And I think he has, if he's on your fantasy team, you're going to do really, really Let's well. <laughs> Because let me just tell you, Woo! everyone thinks he's going to lead the league in rece receiving yards. He's going to be the best receiver in the league. And when I saw him play against that, what was his name? Cameron Poe, Rogers, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> I was like, booyah. <laughs> but he had nine, he caught nine passes for 184 yards, two touchdowns. And then this is something I was really curious to find out. He averages 94.1 yards per game. 
And that is the most by any receiver in NFL history. Wow. In four games. Wow. So he's breaking records and barriers and Absolutely. just he like his the fact that he could catch some of those passes that Kirk Cousins threw to him. Oh was, my god. He can reposition himself. He can figure out does he need to run a little bit more? Does he need to let up? And it was, was amazing. So good. Yeah, so, catch. It was amazing. Yeah. He's fast. His hands so are so fast. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think, well, I did think uh, that he was going to give Cooper Rush, I mean, Cooper Rush, uh, uh, um, uh, Cooper Cup. Cup, run for his money. But, man, I, I, I mean, you have to now replace the number one and number two. Now they can actually go back and forth because I think mm -hmm. Jefferson can make a case for himself being the number one wide receiver in the league. I think he has a huge case for it. And I think he's going to prove why he deserves to be the number one receiver. He's just so good. And like, that is totally an out of the box top <laughs> player of the week for me. But after watching him and oh, just yeah. seeing how good he was, I agree. I no, there was no doubt who my hot player was. Yeah. He was, he's special. And he's young. Yeah. He's, he's young. young. He's Very young. young. But he's got a lot of years ahead of him. Three in the league, right? Two or three, three. Yeah, this is like his. I think this is second. like his. Yeah, second. Second year. Last year he was a rookie, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And because it's the same year that Diggs went to the belt. Yeah, we, yeah. Really, Kate. You, I mean, uh, Ash, you really want to just make it? We missed an opportunity. Re regardless, second or third year, he's still young. And we know that he's like twenty four, twenty five. Oh, yeah. Fast is CD, and CD's this is his third year because we could have got Jetta. Yeah, yeah they, they, I did. <laughs> read it 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 Passed him up for CD Lamb. Oh my goodness! For today, for today, the opportunity. Yeah. Either way, third year in the league, that means he's still young. That's still a young wide receiver. He has a lot to do. He has, he could just get better and better. He's a baby. Absolutely, and this is my point. He makes cousins look like cousins could be Aaron Rodgers and all. He's. Him look good. He does. Cousins I mean, is looking darn damn good. I'm oh, excited to see what the Vikings did. Will do with him, and if he can mm -hmm. keep making cousins look good, cousins might be worth that contract he just absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> is going to need to get paid soon because here, this is what they've been doing. These players have been playing for three years and being mm -hmm. like, "Okay, pay me. I played my three years. Give me right. money." Right. Yeah, saying, he did look damn good. I'm telling you. <laughs> he's looking good. I'm, I'm Minnesota ownership. I'll give him whatever he wants. Yeah. I'll be right. like, whatever. So, Here you go. <laughs> I know you love pretty boy. He's much better with the Vikings than he did with Washington, but we won't even talk about Can that. Can I just say, like, because he played at Michigan State and, you know, I'm a Michigan fan, I call Cousins pretty boy. <laughs> pretty boy. Okay. okay. Oh, he's a pretty boy. Okay. okay. That's what I've called him my whole entire life. So if you ever hear me refer to pretty boy, it's cousin. <laughs> we're making cat. We're making cat. Cousins, <laughs> <pretty boy. laughs> 
Kate, if you call her, you're going now to me, okay? Well, Kat likes it. Look, at she's in her comments. <laughs> oh, you know Kat was going to say something. I love my pretty boy. <laughs> All right, so you guys know I got to get you my player of the week. And I just, I and I, I'm probably going to have to go with Delilah. She chose the defense. I'm going to switch it over to the offense and talk about that boy that I just love so much. Oh, Josh Allen, man. Josh Allen, to me, I feel like we are, you know, we, we talk about people that are coming into the next era of being great. I think Josh Allen is proving himself each year after year after year. And in, in where a game where I don't think a lot of people did think that the Bills were going to win. I know we did, and I know a couple people did, but I know a lot of people that would not pick the Bills to win against the Rams day, you know, day one. And I just feel like Josh Allen came out with so much confidence. We're talking about the same guy from last year who almost had it, who thought that he made that last touchdown and it was over last year against Kansas City. And just by happenstance, you gave, you know, that dynamic quarterback Mahomes too much time and he was able to do it. But Josh Allen to me was lights out. I mean, he had three uh, passing yard, uh, passing touchdowns. He had uh, 56 yards rushing. And then he had one rushing touchdown, 297 yards, which isn't too much. But I think he did just enough to do what he needed to do to win the game. I felt like we were watching um, a team that's it, it's coming out here, defense and offense, that's not going to play in the league this year. Like, they want to shut people up about what they can do. They're getting better and better. But in my opinion, Josh Allen is definitely a top-five quarterback. I cannot oh, wait man. to see what he does this year because I don't see too many teams being able to, to be able to handle him. The defense by adding Von Miller by itself, he just infects teams. But I feel like right. Josh Allen is a leader quarterback that I feel like he can make them go all the way. And I just don't want people to sleep because I'm telling you, he is going – look, that's what I was going – take it out of my mouth. He's going to be a problem. When I say Josh Allen is going Definitely. to be a problem, I agree. I'm just worried about him running so much. They were talking about this on Get Up the other morning about how much he's getting hit because he's taking that chance to run that ball. I just don't want him to get hurt. I just don't want him to get hurt. Josh Allen is a bigger quarterback. He, he is a big guy. He is. defenseman hits him, it it would be could be scary. Absolutely. But he's like, he's like, he's like a big Ben Robinson. He is a big dude. He is. He's like over six feet tall. It's like, what, six four or something? Today, <laughs> remind Today. us. What, what, what is he? Remind <laughs> us what. <laughs> My big piece of magic. <laughs> I love it. I mean, hey, let's just talk about the one play, guys, because we all saw it, where he literally mushed. A defensive yeah. lineman like you ain't touching me, boy. Get off of me! And that's the type of player that he is. He's big, and 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 I know, Kate. I, it's it's the risk that you take by running that ball. Yes, I but know. He do it, and he's not afraid of any nope. defensive player. I will mush you out the way. Yeah, I like him. And that, that one hand. And that one hand over the goal line. Mm -hmm. That that's was beautiful. <laughs> 
Only he can do that because he's probably, in my opinion, right now, probably the biggest quarterback. He's just big. He is. He's a piece of magic. And I'm just telling you, I know that defensive player went on the sideline and was like, did he just do that to me? Yeah. Oh, oh you know he was. Absolutely. He, he's Absolutely. And I'm just saying, I can't wait to see what he does in the future. Yes. But he's going to do things, yeah. man. Hey, undefeated. Oh, who's calling it? Sean, are you calling undefeated and MVP? Because that's what I'm doing. You already know. <laughs> My disaster be crazy because he's trying to make fun of me right now. Yeah, My disaster would be crazy where they're going to be undefeated this year. I know <laughs> I'm being crazy. Yeah. And he's going to be the MVP. I just I feel don't know. Like I think, you know, they're, gonna be the Super their schedule is pretty good. Their schedule is pretty good. I think they're going to beat a lot of these guys. They're, they're, they have a pretty good schedule. <laughs> I think so. Big time. I just, uh, I love me some Josh Allen, but we can talk about hot players all day long because there were so many players that did so many good things. Shout out to you guys for putting out your people. Thank you. Yeah. We know that you, except Carson Wentz, man. I, I don't know who put that on there. <laughs> We won't take that one, but all the rest of the comments, we will take. but we got to go into our next segment, Thursday night game predictions, because tonight we have the Chiefs and the Chargers, two great teams, uh, and with a future, uh, you know, you know, we're talking, Justin Herbert, he's probably, we're talking about the people that are going to come into the great category as soon as all these other greats leave. Justin Herbert is on his way to be very top tier, guys. So, what are you guys thinking? All right, Ash, let's go with you first. Chiefs, uh, what are you feeling? Come on, what you feeling? Uh, so, last week I went with who I thought was going to win, not who I wanted to win. So, this week I'm going to go with who I want to win, not who I feel like is going to win. And I'm going to go with Chargers because I'm absolutely obsessed with Justin Herbert. I think he is, like – if he had any playoff wins under his belt, I think he is like top three. He is so talented, so ridiculously talented. And it's unfortunate that his team doesn't ever get anywhere with his talent. But I mean, he's out there slinging that thing. He's scoring. Their defense lifts them down a lot and takes them out of games. But, and their coach does weird things like not kick field goals when they should. <laughs> So I think last year was kind of a hot mess for them. But I'm so excited for um, Herbert this year. We're talking about MVP. I think Herbert has a chance to be MVP this season. And I'm going to go Chargers. I love the Chargers. The Chiefs look good, though, this weekend. So I'm nervous. And this is division game, so you never know. I, this is going to be a good game. Any I'm excited. Any given game. Thursday night games are actually – Looking good this year. Finally, they listened to us. Yeah. In the Thursday night games, I was looking. I'm like, they definitely wanted you to tune in and watch these yeah. games. <laughs> Man, I'm and I like that. And I also feel like just like we were talking about about young players, Justin Herbert is still young. Chargers mm -hmm. still have time to make things happen. They do have to get some things together, but you're working with a young quarterback who's got plenty of time to help you get there. So I like that, Ash. Don't be don't be afraid. I know you really know who's going to win. Like, oh, I want them to win so bad. And I know Keenan Allen's out, so that's a piece that a blower, is missing blower. for Herbert. So that really stinks. But I, I think they can do it. I think it'll be a really good game. The Chiefs just looked really good on Sunday, and I was like, no, they're bad. <laughs> I was hoping they would come out not so strong because they. Uh, I understand. I understand. And 
Ash is just kind of like trying in her head to try to come up with so many things to say, okay, charges, you can do it. But in her mind, she really knows what's going to go down. Uh, let's go with Delilah. Delilah, who do you think is going to win this game? Um, I normally would have given it to the Chargers, but they're playing in Chiefs territory. So, like, I, and, and that's the only reason I'm, I think that um, – and again, because Herbert is missing a really huge play, uh, part of his offense being out. Normally, I would say, yeah, the Chargers have the edge because their defense is better. Like their defense is better, like one hundred percent. Like, like their the Chargers' defense is a lot better than the Chiefs. But I think because of where they're playing and they're playing against Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to give this game to the Chiefs tonight. If they were playing anywhere else, I definitely would have been like, yeah, Chargers all the way. But I think that also just the way Mahomes played last, you know, last week, proving because remember a lot of people have been hating on him, saying he's not the same Mahomes anymore. The Chiefs are out. Everybody, and basically they wrote him off already, even though he's only he's still like considered a young quarterback. Like he's not been in the league like a million years, like some of these other guys been in here for 20, 30 years already. So it's hey. like <laughs> it's not. And we have like our Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of like aging, you know, quarterbacks, you know, that are kind of, you know, on the way out and these guys are taking over. Right. That's kind of who we're talking about. So, um, but yeah, I think that he proved this point. Right. They also put up a lot of points last week and, you know, and he got that W. And so I'm going to give it to the Chiefs tonight. Okay. Okay. She is giving it to the Chiefs. All right. We're one and one, Kate. Don't feel pressure. Who do you think is going to win tonight? Chiefs or Chargers? I think because he has a lot to prove because he lost one of his fastest weapons to Tua and Miami with Tyreek Hill. I think I know Mahomes thinks he knows he has a lot to prove, but he still has one of my favorite hot players, Mr. Travis Kelsey, as a weapon. So I think that the Chiefs are going to definitely win tonight i don't know if it's going to be a very like big blowout i think it's going to be a close game i agree it's going to be like a touchdown field goal kind of game it's not mm -hmm. going to be a huge blowout but mahomes knows he has a lot to prove he knows he has a lot to come back from based on the playoffs last season so i think um i think i have all the faith in the chiefs that they're going to win tonight with one of Justin Herbert's biggest weapons out for offense, even though their defense is good. Mahomes always finds a way to, to win those big games and he has a lot of confidence and he's got Mr. Travis Kelsey. So, Oh, be still my heart. <laughs> but anyway, Kelsey is a pretty boy. Ooh. He's a pretty boy. But anyway, I, I definitely think it's going to be the Chiefs tonight. I'm with Delilah. They, are, they have home field advantage. Even though the Chargers defense is looking really good, Mahomes always seems to find a way to break through those defenses, and it proves why he is a Super Bowl champion as well. Okay, okay, okay. So now you want to put the pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> Really want to go I think we know where you're going. I, I I really want to go with my sister Ash, man. I've been thinking all day about this game right here. And like she said, there's players that we want to win, but then we have to drink 
the the Kool-Aid and realize that it's probably not going to happen. And I, I don't, I, I'm not, a, I, I feel like the Kansas City is getting ready to be the Patriots. <laughs> just always at the top. <laughs> very good. And just, I'm a natural hater always. And I know <laughs> you know back in the 90s my team did rain for a while but i have to be realistic ladies and gentlemen i i gotta say that they i, I think the kansas city is gonna win i think uh, that the, look at this score already let's go chargers uh, that means they kept them to a field goal that's not good <laughs> Boys are on the board. They kicked it. I'm shocked. Palmer is great. Palmer is great. Don't get me wrong. I think that they're good, but just with not having Keenan Allen, I think that, you know, that piece right there, because he is a great dynamic wide receiver. I just think that it's, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. And week one, Kansas City was lights out. If they continue to play what they just did last week, they were hot. They were good. Right. The same Kansas City that, I mean, I didn't even notice that Tyreek here wasn't there anymore. So I just feel like, yeah, Kansas City's probably going to win, even though I don't want them to win. I I, I think I, I have to pick Kansas City. Ash, you're probably going to be the one that comes out and says, I told you so. <laughs> right, yeah, because it's three to one. It's three to one. I know who I want to win. <laughs> The even balance of knowing and wanting. Yeah. Yes, I understand. So we, we will see, ladies and gentlemen, because you heard it first. Ash said, you know, she is the only one that's going for the charges right now. And it, and it could very well happen because we all unanimously think that Justin Herbert right. is <laughs> well, well, Mahomes was sacked just now. Like I said, that Chargers defense. So yes, yes, oh. yes, yes. You are right about that. So there we go. So y'all know who we have picked. Please tell us who have you picked. We've seen some comments about you know some, most of you guys are thinking the Chargers. I don't think I've even seen a Chiefs comment. But hey, it's any given Sunday. And like I said, yep. these teams are getting better. You can't count on what they did last year. You got to go with this year. And it's any given Sunday. So the chi- the Chargers very may, may well be able to take this thing down. And then we yeah. all got to shut up. We all got to shut up at that point because it could be any team that could do it. Any team. Man, I'm excited, though. I'm very excited for tonight's game. Please tune in. Let us know what you think. Write in the comments and let us know because we're excited about what's going to happen. So now we got to talk about some you – know, I'm probably going to throw Delilah off a little bit because we added this piece in at the very last second. But uh, we want to talk about some NFL Let's go. NFL drama. There were some things that popped up this week uh, and, and last week, and, and we're, we're just like, wow, like uh, th- there's some things that happen. I mean, and we don't have to harp on it too long, but let's go ahead and talk about Brett Favre. What the fuck? Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, with Brett Favre, and if, and if you don't know who Brett Favre is, I'm 
pretty sure that you're probably not a football watcher. Exactly. (laughs) Probably one of the greatest quarterbacks. Uh, And we just found out this week that there was some text message exchange with the governor at that time of Mississippi to get a million dollars for five million. Five, yes, five million dollars for a, a volleyball stadium, ladies. From what, the you, from the state's welfare fund. From the states, and to add insult to injury, from the poorest state, we got all these states in America. The poorest one, we're gonna take it for some volleyball, ladies and gentlemen. Because his daughters played volleyball at this college, and apparently the volleyball team isn't even that damn good. It isn't. <laughs> Apparently, it's not even that damn good. Sorry, I've got to keep it up. So, can we no, it's okay. one of the greatest quarterbacks to being the welfare queen? <laughs> right? This is crazy. This is literally crazy because don't you think Brett Favre has a million dollars? Or he five million? He's 110 million. <laughs> he also filed for bankruptcy, like all sorts yeah. of stuff because he owed taxes. So, he's just, he's a mess. It really has a taste in my mouth. It really does because I'm not understanding why you would right. need to go get the welfare money and you have money. Like, you're rich. Right, exactly. Sense why you I would know. need to take this money so you don't have to use any of your own money to support your <laughs> child. Oh, it's yeah. Weird. It's getting weird. Delilah, what you think? Well, as you know, I thought it was wild, too. I said, they're all crooks and cheats. It sounds like embezzlement to me, so there should be so, so it has there has to be something like they have to be brought up on charges or they should at least restitution pay back everything you stole because I don't know if you know not only that they steal like from a welfare fund but I don't know if you've been seeing on the news Mississippi's water infrastructure basically oh, they don't have yeah. they don't have clean water okay the reservoirs keep like flooding they keep getting destroyed like yeah so it's like. Okay, so think about the millions of dollars. No, <laughs> so no, I, I honestly, when when they came out, I was like, I couldn't believe it. One, they were already investigating Brett Favre because they had come out that he used like some money like illegally or not the right way. But now they have evidence, and it also included an ex-governor of Mississippi. So, yep. in my opinion, they're all Christian cheats, and they all should pay for this because they stole from the neediest people. From the right. neediest people of all the things that you could steal from, you chose a welfare fund. I mean, right now, Deion Sanders is paying for a hotels <laughs> for his players to stay in. <laughs> exactly. Because they do not have proper water and functioning at the college. Even, right. For them to bathe and shower <laughs> and take care of themselves. And Mr. Primetime, whom I love, I said he's one of my favorite players of all time. Is is putting his money where his mouth is. Now yep. that is a stand-up guy, okay? Definitely. He's, he's taking care of his team, his players. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just a weird situation. Ash, what you think about it? Uh it's just a mess. But I haven't looked too much into it, but it's just I mean, it's like you guys said, it's unfortunate. It should have never happened. He's a garbage person who played for a garbage organization. So, you know. <laughs> I love you. I'm definitely getting some serious trouble. I love you. I don't like the Packers. I don't like Brett Favre. When Brett Favre did a lot of crap, he went to the Vikings. I was like, I hate this guy. So 
I will not just Bears fan and just let them have it. I love you. <laughs> Trust me, I understand, man. Kate, how, what were you feeling about all this? When I saw this, I was like, he deserves to rot in hell. Because anyone that could take from, who has much and takes from the needy to do this doesn't deserve anything good in my in his life. Mm. I want karma to bite him, bite him in the ass hard. And I definitely feel like he deserves a nasty place in hell as well as that ex-governor deserves a nasty place in hell because no one that does stuff like that deserves anything good in life. Because you don't take from people who need mm-hmm. when you have much. I mean, it's, it's you know, today you're a sister of the Lord. You see it in the Bible. You don't do that stuff. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's just sick. You it's have sick money. You're rich. You are a rich individual. It right. doesn't make any sense to me. Like it, it makes no, for volleyball, ladies and gentlemen. I know volleyball is not even good. Volleyball is expensive, but they're not good. They're, the no. team is not good. They're still and like. If you needed money. You have rich friends. Right. Recruit, you know. Yeah. Do the foundation. Do whatever you yeah. need to do. Don't take from welfare. No. It really so, shows you how nasty. But just let's mean. think about it. He, he, he dwelled in Green Bay with the Packers, so there's no class there anyway. So well, I tried it. I'm saying. I think we're all in agreement. He's trash. They're trash. (laughs) You have to ask what the media find out that maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Like it just makes no sense that we have in the world to do that. Oh my! What happened to all that money? Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me. It just really feels like. It's still there. He's just playing like he's broke because he owes taxes. He does. Taxes. That's what I'm saying. He's been in money problems for a long time. But in an article today, it said he's worth like 110 million. So where's that 110 million? It it doesn't make any sense, ladies. It's in the payment bank account. You're hiding it in a Swiss bank account. Where is it? It's just the weirdest thing. I know we should. I, 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 look. You know that we we keep it real on this show. We are brutally honest. And as you can see, we are women that don't take no So you know that we don't tolerate that mess. And Brett Favre, you deserve everything that you're going to get. And I hope they make an example out of you and not just with everything else in life, you know, letting you slide because <laughs> you are, that's bull crap. You took from welfare. We know what you right. took it from. You know what you for. You right. should be absolutely penalized. Now, I don't know if I'm like Kate, like you're going to hell, but you, you're definitely, you're definitely getting on that level. Because <laughs> that's not, <laughs> no better. you don't take from the needy, Kate. I, I agree. No. That is sick. It is sick. Hey, so, you know, we can talk about that all day and that's going to just boil us up. We got to get back on to one of these things that me and Ash are probably contemplating and what the hell is going on with my team and my quarterback. That coming back early from a surgery or not? What the heck is going on where Jerry Jones just feels like, oh, uh, he's going to get surgery on his thumb, but it's such a good break that he can come back in three weeks. Now, in my opinion, as a Dallas Cowboy fan, why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. 
He is your quarterback that you just paid a lot of money. Wouldn't right. you want to heal just like every other team? Do you think they were just rushing everybody else back when they just had a you know a surgery? If he needs six to eight weeks, give the man six to eight weeks. I know you paid him, but this is the this is how you play the game. Players get hurt, they gotta fix them up. You gotta make sure that when they come back, they're ready to come back. Because I agree with what Ash is getting ready to tell y'all. Ash, go ahead, tell them how you really feel about this situation. All right, the Joneses are not great people. The Jerry Jones should not be the GM and the decision maker of what happens to players on the field. Because Jerry Jones is doing this. We're going to push Dak back, and Dak's going to look bad because Dak should not be back yet. I think Russell Wilson did it too when he broke his thumb. He came back too early, and he didn't look very good those first few games. And And then it was like, oh, it's Russell Wilson aging. Is Russell Wilson not as good as he once was? And he looked not great. Jerry Jones is going to do the same thing with Dak, and he's going to do the same crap where it's like we're pushing him back. He looks – he's going to look bad because he's going to come back way too early, and then Jones is going to be like, oh, look, Dak stinks. We should get rid of him for a bologna sandwich just like we got rid of Amari Cooper. And, oh, while, while we're at it, Zeke can go out the door with him because, you know, Zeke makes too much money too. And it's it, – I don't know. I think that Jones will make any excuse to make – themselves look better in a sense which i don't know how this right. makes them look better because they can push the blame off on somebody else they can be like oh but look how bad Dak played Dak has to play better and it's like well Dak shouldn't even be playing at this point but it just blows my mind that we're not going to put him on ir because that's you saying oh he's going to be back by four weeks and i just don't understand when it when he first broke it everyone everyone on the internet was like 68 weeks 68 weeks 68 weeks for him to be like well, three weeks healing, then week four he can come back. Are you joking? Like you're joking. But, but you're throwing him. Your yeah. actual hand that you throw with. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Jerry Jones wouldn't even let him go on IR says a lot about Jerry Jones's character for how he feels compassion for his players. It means it's all about the money and getting back to winning for him. It's not about doing what the players need <laughs> to do for themselves. It's all about the money. I'm actually surprised too. I thought he would use, like, when Kate mentioned, like, she brought the fact that he wasn't placed on IR, which, if you do, at least that allows you to not just have, rely on Cooper Rush as your backup right now, but you can actually sign someone real quick because right. you don't use just a case, right? You just don't know. We won't so, sign anybody because that makes too much sense. A lot so of it's like, they need to go out and get. Huntley yeah, so like Ravens. because you can do that, you know. Don't we know tempt me with a good time. Don't <laughs> tempt me with a good time and get Huntley on our team. Hey, you hey, 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 hey. don't get you yourself can. excited today because it'll not happen. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. This is what Sean says, and this is what we have. Sean is going to do anything to make your team implode. <laughs> no, but you're right, though. Like, Huntley, like, he's a veteran quarterback. He knows how to – he knows the system. We know that. Like, you know, it, it, so if, you know, if he really was thinking about the team as a whole, like everybody's been saying, he would put – you know, he'd put Dak on IR, let him 
heal the six to eight weeks that everybody has said he needs to recover from a thumb injury. Even Anthony, who plays piano, is saying, like, he broke his thumb and it took him forever to recover. And so do that. Let Cooper Rush go in because Cooper Rush actually right now. Jimmy G is a backup. We could take anybody, but Dallas is so, you know. Yeah, so I don't know, but I agree. I think it's it's a bad move. I, I hope that I hope that Dak pushes back on it because he is a grown man. So I mean, I hope he's like, listen, I want to play a few more years in this league. You know what I mean? Like honestly, like if he comes back too soon, then then that goes there goes his career, right? Because if he really Absolutely. messes it up where he can't ever pass again, then then what's the point? Like you just like destroyed your your quarterback, your franchise guy. He's done. Like I don't understand. That we makes no sense. Some of our people on um, here. By the way, ladies, <laughs> it's about to be ten nothing Chargers. Yeah, I heard. I'm watching Whoa. the game as we talk. Here we go. Ash already told you what was going to go down. She told y'all what was going to go down. No, I won't change my vote because there's still the second All quarter right. and a whole okay. second oh. half. Plenty of time. We have all seen the whole Going to be on the round table. Stifler's mom is like, just got a pretty picture of Justin Herbert. Oh my god, that's so funny. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Janae. Hopefully, hopefully, sounder minds will prevail and like knock some sense into him. Be like, listen, just right. Fingers crossed. Don't do this. I just hope Dak doesn't come back and then he gets hit again and then it's out for the season, like his ankle injury. Because that would be the most that's what I'm saying. thing that could ever that's happen. That's what I'm saying. Dr. It's ridiculous. Um, it's his throwing hand. We're not. We all know that something that wouldn't affect him. Dakota Rain. Is it Rain? Dakota? Dakota Rain. Dakota Rain. Rain. Prescott. Yep. Dakota Rain Prescott. And I would hate to see her without him for a whole season because of the stupidity of Jerry Jones. Yeah. I know a lot of fantasy players are mad you picked Dak as your quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I did have Mac in all league, but now I got um, Andrew's favorite quarterback. Uh, okay. And I'm mad at myself because I just switched my whole lineup on all my fantasies to have all like Kansas City. I need them to start scoring because I know I'm probably losing about right now. But it's okay. We're going to go ahead and get to this last segment. Ladies have the final say. What, you, what, what else could you say about that? I love that we have the final say on this show. We, where we could just, you know, give our final say on what we think for the week and give you some encouragement or whatever we want to talk about for the final say. So, Delilah, what is your ladies have the final say today? Well, what I wanted to say is that today is the first day of Hispanic Heritage Month. So, you know, <laughs> uh, it's a... It's happening during a weird time because when they first decided to give us our own, you know, time to celebrate all Latin people, they only gave us a week. And then we were like, why do we just have a week? And so that's why Hispanic Heritage Month takes place half in September, half in October. (laughs) Because they just were like, whatever, we'll just tack out another two weeks. Half and half. Right. So, but anyways, but yeah, so, you know, just take some time to learn about, you know, different, you know, Latin cultures. There's like so many different countries, you know, you have second, third generation living here. We know there's a lot of Latinos, you know, in the NFL, you know, that led. I've spoken to them about them before in DWD. So like, yeah, so Hispanic Heritage Month, you know, 
And you know, being Hispanic, it's it's not a race. That means we come in all hues and all different sizes and colors Absolutely. of the rainbow. So like, you know, that's also something that I really want to make sure people educate themselves on. Roberto Clemente was Puerto Rican, but obviously a black Puerto Rican man. So like I'm saying, like, all oh, just diverse, diverse, diverse. So take some time and learn about, you know, Hispanic culture, Hispanic countries. So yes, yes, so let's, let's, let's celebrate. I <laughs> say absolutely. All right, I right, Ash, what you got for us? God, why'd you come to me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't have too much. My little spiel is just going to be that if you see people that need help, make sure you're helping them out. My co-teachers this week have been amazing, and last week really it helped me get my shit together because I have the observation next week. Um, my team is great. I could not teach without a good team. I would lose my mind. Um, so my thing is just up uplift the people around you, help them if they need help. You guys are amazing. You always make my day. I love being on here. Um, that's all I've got. <laughs> I love that, man. Shoot, absolutely. absolutely. All right, what you got for us, Kate? My thing is, is just showing compassion for your fellow human being, knowing, not knowing where everyone is at with their walk and with their life and just showing compassion, willing to say, do you need help? Do you, what can I do for you? Be, be a neighbor, be a, be compassionate and just understand that you may see someone who's got it all together on the exterior, but it, life at home could be complete chaos. So just accepting people for where they're at and where they're at in their lives and just being good human beings, because I feel like this world has just got enough going on in it that we yeah. need to be nicer to each other, kinder to each other, more compassionate towards each other and just more accepting of where people are at in their walks of life. So um, that is my thing, because let me tell you, um, I've got a lot going on at home. I've shared it with the ladies in the group and That's everything. <laughs> so um, all I got to say is, oh, you got, you men are crazy. That's why we have a women's show. But anyway, before we before we um, get to the time limit of those men and those men's show, I will just end with, I love that we are all back together. The fearsome foursome is back together. I have tears starting in my eyes because I just love you ladies with all my heart. Aww, don't make me cry now. <laughs> without you, you ladies. Oh, Sean. Hey, no. What is happening? No, get this ugly background off of here. <laughs> anyway, thank you. No. no. Oh, Can I just say, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Janae, I love you with all my heart. Ash, I love, I love you, you with love all you my too, heart. Kate. And Delilah, I love you with all my heart. Oh, I love you too, Kate. We love you, Kate. I was, so I'm sorry. Kate. We were we were laughing at you. There was a Washington photo. Like, I didn't know I saw it. <laughs> and then I just saw. Um, that was a good moment for me. <laughs> and then I just saw Mahomes throw an interception, which made me cry. Oh, okay. All right. Sad face. He's one of my quarterbacks. All right. 
Why does that my final say, man? I just I want to shout out you teachers, man. You guys are probably the best people in the entire world that want to reach back to the younger generation and teach them and mold them to be future. You guys are going to watch these people become adults and you're going to have something to do with how they turned out. I just want to say for my final say, man, shout out to you guys, man, all of you, you guys, I mean, you know, my wife's a teacher, my, my, you know, my, my co-hosts are teachers. Uh, 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 I just can't, I love you. You're a teacher. All these teachers that I personally know that I know you guys really want to make a difference in these kids' lives. And this is a critical time. Like, I felt like when we were younger, it was critical. But I feel like now is the time to reach back to these children and try to show them that you can be somebody. You can be whoever, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be, you can do it. And I just really thank you guys. I mean, I just don't. I know you guys don't get the credit and the love and the money you deserve, but please just know for me that you guys deserve everything and more. And I, in in all of your desires, and I'm sorry, I, y'all know I I get spiritual sometimes, but all of the desires that you really have, I I, I pray you guys get it. I pray uh. <laughs> the heart that you have. A lot of people can't do your job. I I I, I used to be a teacher. And I could not imagine going back. <laughs> just in my mind, I could not do it. It's just different. And, and I feel like it's it's meant for special people. And you guys are so special. So I, I want you guys not to give up. I want you guys to continue. I know it gets hard. I know it gets hard. I hear it from my wife. I hear it from, you know, I hear the things that you guys really have to go through. And we don't have to deal with that. We deal with crazy adults, but really children and trying to mold them and trying to understand why they act like that and try to get them to learn things that they may not be able to comprehend right now, but you're going to work with them to try to get them to understand it. You guys are really golden. I need your teachers to know that you guys are golden. And I don't know why I was led to make that my final say, but I really <laughs> feel like whatever your dreams are or whatever you're like, um, you're hoping for, I, 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 I pray it happens. You deserve it. You deserve it for what you're putting into the children. You deserve that special thing too. And I know a lot of times you don't get a lot of time to <laughs> at all. You know, you guys have families, you guys have things to do outside of work, but most of the time your mind is trapped around what you got to do for the children. And I just, I think that you guys deserve the world and I hope you get it. That's mine. Thank you. I Thank you, Reverend Janae. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Janae. You know, I'm going to take you to church. Um, <laughs> I, I have to, but I freaking love you guys. Hey, look, I needed to hear this. I'm so glad because you guys really do deserve it. Um, but, you know, we could talk about that all day because I think I'm tearing up a little bit. You guys are absolutely amazing. I work with the, the best women that you can have on this show. I don't think that we could do it without each other. We literally piggyback off of each other. We admire each other. I think that it, it, that's what we need. Women that don't mind, not in competition, but just want to see good for other people, see good for each other. I'm so glad that we are back, ladies. I am Me so glad. <laughs> and we want you guys to tune in. So please look for us. Uh, at 7.30 on Thursdays, we're going to be here. We want you guys to participate. Man, shout out to our, our comments and all the people on here. I love you guys. We freaking love you guys so much. Thank for you for joining days. us. <laughs> we know you guys are going to come back because we are entertaining. So please <laughs> set your alarms. 
Say, okay, 7.30 on Thursdays, I got to hear these crazy women talk about football. <laughs> we can't wait to see you. So please tune in. Don't forget, you have Ash, you got Janae, you got Delilah, and you got Kate. And we can't wait to see y'all next week. So tune in, and we'll see y'all next week. We love right. you guys. Bye. Bye. Enjoy football tonight. And hopefully, Kansas City, what the hell are you doing? All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye.